Recording. All right, we're back. These are the jokes. These are the jokes we can reference. <laughs> None of the jokes from before. Just these jokes. These are the good jokes. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to Pack Your Mics, the Top Chef podcast from the creators of Read It and Weep. We are happy to be all here together. We were very uh, in a very good mood today. Everybody was punchy and happy and excited. 25 minutes ago, now that we've solved our tech problems, we have a very subdued panel for you today. My name is Alex. Uh, I'm hanging out with Megan here in Los Angeles. Hello. And we are joined in Northern California by Ezra and Sarah and the movie Kung Fu Panda. Yes. Hello. Skadoosh. <laughs> also joining us from Brooklyn, New York, it's Chris and Tanya. Hey. Subdued. And hey. I'm not very subdued. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, you've managed to keep your energy level up, and I'm very impressed. Um, also joining us today from Los Angeles, it's new Sarah and Kyle. Hey, guys. Hello. Uh, we're just bouncing off the walls. It's so good to talk about. <laughs> uh, just, just uh, sing. Bouncing. I'm vibrating at a frequency you can't hear. We are talking about season 17, uh, episode 5 of Top Chef. Um, actually, a fun thing before we talk about um, the details of the episode, um, Megan and I did some uh, fun uh, Google Maps research this week, and we found we found the house that they were staying at on Zillow. Nice. Ooh. Available for rent for only $22,000 a month. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's a lot well, wait, of bedrooms how many, in that bar. Yeah, house. how many bedrooms? Yeah. Can you make it work? Five bedroom or sorry, five bedrooms, six bath. Yeah, five six, five bedrooms, six bath. Five bedrooms, six bath. So per bedroom, it's only one point two baths. Yeah. One yeah, of those only baths four or five thousand dollars a month. Yeah. <laughs> one of those baths has to be the size of a bedroom. Yeah, and you yeah. since you have yeah, you, there's a master somewhere in there. An extra Yeah, there's a rec room where you could stash a few more people too. Yeah, for sure. Um although stash. the pool table seems like the the, the T V show might have brought it in because it was not in any of the photos. But it's in a really lovely I'm spot. Sure they, Overlo- I'm sure they pimped that ride. Yeah, they did. House. But it's it's lovely. It's overlooking the uh, Hollywood Reservoir, which is a lovely spot ah, that we go running we sometimes. We knew it. Yep. We knew it. We were like, that's the Hollywood Reservoir place. And isn't it nice? I like right. it up there. It's one of the it's one of the, wow. the nicest places. Um, and there's cool. there's a family of deer who don't give a shit about people. It's nice. I like mm-hmm. it. They don't a, let you a, take dogs there. It's very quiet. Oh, Alex, I have to ask: Is there a family of deer that really care? About you, like is like sends you like birthday cards or something that like just that that's like really up on it. Interesting. I guess most I met was not afraid of me, but like so I guess if you put it that way, I, I'm realizing with crushing weight that no deer actually care our, about me. Our deer team. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. Sorry, you, I, sorry that you had to find this out. Guys, the, none of them. Not uh, even a single. All right. Not even Bambi. So sorry. Um, dear, dear. <laughs> so this is a. Uh, so we're like I said, we're talking about this, uh, episode five of All Stars, and uh, this is a bring your loved one to work episode. So we started off with a quick fire challenge where um, each of their one f- family friend and up in terms of relationship, uh, fam- family friend or better, is one person for each of you is on the phone. And is eating at Osteria Moza, and would love to describe what they're eating to you, so you can recreate it. Yeah. Um, do you guys? But think- also, I feel like it's important that they selected family friends that like aren't food people in like a super intense way. Yeah. Like I think that's Although how. Some, yeah, like at least a couple of them were. Oh, yeah. Right, Stephanie's husband, right? And Sister Volt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Pastry Volt knows knows her stuff, except for not in this instance. 
Um, yeah, I think you you know you have to plan for some not knowing what that thing is comedy. Yeah, and it's sort of the airline uh, food thing where it's is it chicken or fish? Ah, I don't know. Yeah, you know? <laughs> is it is it fish or is it chicken with wings? Yeah, <laughs> that chicken was, does have wings. I know, but you don't usually use you, you usually get the wings extra. They're not like. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard for the wings to make it through the cooking process. Yeah. Uh, generally, like when you put wings in an oven, the feathers burn off. Yeah. So yeah. yeah that's the main. Into a, like very. It, you know, it was like. Icar- it was like an Icarus 2.0 situation that, where like they. Yeah. It, it, it didn't matter what they did anymore. That's why they exactly usually use buffalo wings instead of chicken wings to make oh, delicious that's treats. Why? Yeah. <laughs> they hold but communication t- skills and, and food knowledge varied <laughs> widely. Which which was, which was amazing. It was so I this is one of those uh quick fires where it's like this is not entirely fair and I I don't care. It's just so fun and silly. I think the entire uh the entire episode was like this too for mm-hmm. me. Like I didn't care. Like the food was generally good. These are good chefs, but like the advantage like it wasn't an even playing field. It, it was certainly wasn't considering that er, uh that uh Gregory and his mom have cooked together at the James Beard house before. So that gave them yeah. a bit of an advantage in cooking together. But mm-hmm. do you guys think you would be good uh maybe not at the cooking part but at describing a dish thoroughly so that a great chef could cook it? No, no. <laughs> I, Me neither. Why not? What makes you react so quickly, Sarah? Um, so I am a writer, so I'd like to think that I have a certain power of, of uh, over my language as I fumble that sentence so hard. <laughs> <laughs> not no, and, like, could you could you type it out with yeah, revisions? There's, there's mouth yeah. words. There's, and there's, yeah, there's um, mouth words and hand words. So yeah. your hand words are good. <laughs> my mouth words are not on point this morning. I am so so gg tired. Everyone but, struggle with mouth words. No, well, my mouth words are difficult. But I also I'm not. I don't have the most developed palate in the world, I will say, and I also don't eat everything. Right. Um, there's a lot of flavors that I'm really strongly opposed to, like ginger and cilantro. So, <gasps> what if they're lumpy? I know, I know. Send me your hate mail. Um, but it's, it's. I don't think I would be able to describe the flavors very well. And also, until recently, I had never seen a hamachi collar myself, so I also would be oh, like, yeah. it's a horseshoe with wings. Well, and but I don't that know one, that was actually really interesting. Um, I, uh, I don't remember who that was now, but somebody called it a horseshoe, and then. Was it Jen? It was Jen. Jen's yeah. sister. Yeah, Jen's sister called it a horseshoe, and she was like, "Oh, that's a collar." Like she knew exactly what that, yeah, was. that was. That was the oh, right. Yeah. That was the yeah. right comparison. Yep. I like to believe <laughs> that I would be able to describe things even without like the proper terminology to the extent where they might be able to guess. Yeah, but yeah. I also think I could I could definitely misidentify flavors within a dish and have the wrong thing come out. I think actually it might be more beneficial to say like there are lumpy bits in my beans and then they can say well tell me more about these lumpy bits that because the thing that really screwed up pastry vault was when she said no for sure it's bronzino and it was not bronzino. Right. So misidentifying is way worse than being vague or like being like imaginative about your descriptions. Yeah, talking around it rather than miss like yeah. But the most important thing is Sarah, how did you let me take all this beat hatred and didn't mention you don't like ginger. I just feel like abandoned. Oh, I thought this was a well-known fact about me, a <sighs> famous individual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's in the Wikipedia for Sarah, for sure. Her hand yeah. words have spoken about it often. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, my mean, eloquent this, hand words. <laughs> honestly, I feel like Sarah's famous dislike of ginger is something that works to her advantage this week because we had that yeah. ginger. It was a situation. ginger crisis nightmare. I won't spoil it now, but you know, sunny, <laughs> sunny ginger nightmare. Yeah, coming in. We won't fast. spoil it, but the point of this show is we're assuming that you've seen the episode. Yes, so, that is. All. <laughs> if you're doing this without watching the episode, I'm not sure why you'd do this welcome no no what if you yeah. what if you don't Europe. watch the show and this is instead of it in which case you need the spoilers yeah no oh. if you do this instead of watching the show i'm i again what some people okay this is gonna be weird but some people like us and yeah but not that much no for what? sure yeah. some people like us this much don't well thank you <laughs> thank you to, to all of you thank you i like that better than don't <laughs> I think that's a better response to people liking us. Or both. Just like, thank you, but don't. <laughs> thank you, but don't. Thank yeah. you, no. Thank you, but don't. <laughs> yeah, if you say it fast enough, it feels like an acceptance. So the best, I the thing I think was really fun about this uh, Quickfire Challenge is we got to find out who had the best partner or the best mom or the best family friend. So Or the best relationship. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Slash communication skills. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mr. Eric and, Mrs. and his Malarkey. wife. Yeah. Oh, I thought Eric and his wife were so just oh. like I was smitten with them in general. Oh gosh, adorable! Yeah. Yes. Wow, when they presented us with that couple. photo of their child. Good gracious! It's a handsome oh. family. It's a handsome. Oh. I, I should say though, everyone should have really like given their uh, their loved ones some gifts because like there was a six hundred dollar like limit at Whole Foods. Like you probably have some wiggle room, right? Like buy buy a pack of gum, buy buy a, buy a, a, a copy of People magazine from you well, know. Brian get and a, Eric each bought their wives flowers. You know, yeah, that was a nice touch. Yeah, well, yeah. such a nice as touch. we've. As we determined, that is the Burbank Whole Foods, and I mm-hmm. can't say that Whole Foods has like scarves, cooking tools, <gasps> yeah, mm-hmm. nice fine soaps, children's wow. books, <laughs> but also <laughs> is a little spendy. And you've got to start a product line as well as making fifty dishes in a mall. So you have not as much wiggle room as oh, you would I, hope. I love or this idea time. though of, of the long con for Top Chef though. If you're just, like you're trying to get to as many Whole Foods shoppings as possible, and you're just stocking them with gift cards basically, <laughs> oh, like at Whole Foods, oh, just like it, that would you could do some good embezzling if each time you bought yourself a twenty-five dollar Whole Foods gift card, you just like skim a little off the top each time. Oh no! You're dining out on Top Chef <laughs> money so from dark. now on. I just like like bad gift or bad greeting cards, or it's just like, why did you give me a card that says to my beautiful stepdaughter? <laughs> 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 and like Max, you're shopping ten times. So like, let's say you get that twenty five dollars gift card. Yeah. Cool. You might have gotten two hundred fifty dollars in Whole Foods. I mean, how many callers can you even afford at that point? You know. Yeah. I uh, I enjoyed so many other things because we'll get some of this is like getting ahead for the elimination. But I definitely um, uh, I enjoyed Mama Wong who just put oh. the phone down and just chowed out. And then yeah. when she was finished eating, was like, "Hey, you still there?" <laughs> yeah, I, I was busy enjoying this. I thought we were done. I, yeah. I thought you got I think, what you needed. I think uh, we had, so they'd used some of that audio from like the the, the health scare uh, edit in yes. the previous episode, where it's like the mom, 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 but it was just like on the phone. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh-huh. Sorry, when you said audio from the health scare, I was like, as where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we, we so there was teased a you know uh, uh, I think a more intense than actual reality uh, health scare for for Mama Wong. Uh, totally. Okay. Yeah. She was dehydrated, and there's a staff of medical people on on hand, and that was very useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, as yeah. usual. Yeah, um, but again, that's in the elimination challenge. We're still focused on finishing up this quick fire here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Uh, I thought, uh, yeah, uh, maybe actually, maybe I'm done. Oh, I do actually. <laughs> 
I do want to say, uh, well, cool. two other things I want to definitely talk about about the Clipquire. One is that as bad as the Trolls 2 uh, tie-in was, the team... We saw will- Trolls 2 three times, guys. <laughs> since oh, no! <laughs> Wait, can we hear your review yeah, before yeah. we go okay. back to Top Screw- Chef? Pause. Ezra, catch us up. How is Trolls World Tour on the third watch? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> that is the review I wanted. Was Kelly did. Clarkson good? Yes, she's not in that much, uh, but she's like she's kind of like a uh, a, a part. Oh, you got chocolate chip, Maya. Maya went to the bathroom. Good job, Maya. <laughs> uh, you want you want to tell him here? Uh, Maya uh, did. Hey. Oh. You pooped. I pooped. Good job. <laughs> Great. Good Solid job. update. Good Honestly, job. Same as Trolls World World Tour. <laughs> yeah, good. Good job, dude. I'm really proud of you. Good job, Maya. Really good job. Oh man. You have no idea how many people you just told that to. <laughs> and we don't either because we're not good with the analytics. <laughs> but but uh, dozens. Um, but but yeah. So uh, so yeah. Kelly Clarkson uh, is a sort of like a, a country uh, western horse troll. Mm. Um, so she has four legs and is like part kind of like like centaurish, you know. Yeah. What? Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, but like, but like, you know, with like a upper like so on all fours. So I guess like six total limbs. So like two arms, four legs. Oh, oh no, oh, that's no, that's normal centaur. I'm sorry. Yeah, normal, normal Somehow centaur. My mind turned not, that not, into something not that was not style. fun to think you about. You were picturing yeah. a centaur peed. Yeah. Yeah. Where all the uh, limbs were down. Oh, yeah, no. All the so, limbs but, were down. Uh, but yeah, no. True. So we saw it. We saw it. Uh, I think three, three times. times. Yeah. Uh, although I don't think I got to watch any of them all the way through. So there's some parts I saw three times. Yeah, some parts you know, I saw a lot of yes. cooking yeah. during that two-day period. Yeah. But Ezra, you, so you texted me that it was more about um, the dangers of cultural appropriation than you were expecting. Yeah, it was a lot more about that than I expected because I expected none of that. Uh-huh. And it was, it was some or more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and that was that was. I think for a uh, for the movie, I thought that was kind of a, a more surprising, uh, uh, like radical message. Yeah, I feel like most of the the movies that try to get there have a like differences don't matter kind of a moral where it's like even though we're different on the outside, we're all humans and we're all the same, you know, which I think is like part of the way there. We're all yeah, horse then, troll also, people. Yeah, but, but this is like also like don't steal music that's not yours. Yeah, this one is differences matter, and we should all still love each other and treat each other equally, but differences matter. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Well, they did not do a good job of illustrating any of those points last week. <laughs> During the Top Chef quickfire? I can't, yeah. well, I can't wait for you to tell me that you actually have really positive reviews of Metro by T-Mobile after hearing about it on this episode. Um, I, we had a good tie-in for ads. Uh, on, I don't know, for, for people who watch it from the Bravo streaming site, uh-huh. there was a lot of uh, Metro uh, ads at the same time as yes. were. Yeah. That makes so sense. There's a lot of, lot of co-branding there. Yeah. yeah, so I guess good job on that. I don't know. That's, 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 that's what your reviews I Got can Got some make. good synergies. Um, yes. Yeah. I, this one, I, I felt like having those two back-to-back felt just a little bit ad mush i was just i mean there's two hundred fifty thousand dollars up for grabs they gotta get that money from somewhere that's a good point the most money they've ever offered so the most sponsorships ever and it wasn't like the quickfire was about like you know uh create the most reliable dish for the most reliable (laughs) you know this was like yeah there's some phones you're on the phone okay this is more about your mom yeah Yeah, like you need a strong signal to tell somebody that that is certainly a branzino yeah Yeah, uh, nobody nobody cared about that. Very good point. So, yeah. Um, 
I guess we didn't we didn't give any love to the, like the most competent duo, which was Kevin yeah. and uh, Wifey. Uh, oh yeah, who get yeah, to split good. ten thousand dollars? Five yeah. points. If anyone can remember Kevin's wife's name. Ashley. I know. I, I Mrs. Yeah. Kevin. Right? Yeah, Mrs. Kevin. <laughs> Wait, that's either that's either grateful or just just. What was it? Ashley, but I I, I don't know. Maybe. Oh. Um, Maybe Ashley. Well, we know that it's Kevin. It's it's Mrs. Kevin Esquire. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember her degree. Yeah. No, um, yeah, but she was great. She was great. She was very clear and and focused, and and it worked really well. Also, Kevin did great. I, I actually think probably the most one of the most interesting results was uh, the was the uh, Robo Votaggio and his handler um, who. Um, gave oh, <laughs> no, but Pastry Vault gave him the wrong information. But they like loved the dish he created, so he like made something wrong deliciously, and that's a fun way to fail. But think, he was uh, still on the bottom. Yeah, they, they yeah. Said, like, he wasn't on the bottom. He was the bottom. He was yeah. the only the person bottom. they didn't like. Yeah, they were like great dish, wrong dish. Yeah, but great dish. Yeah. <laughs> um, Leanne, I think uh, Leanne uh, and her mom also had like a like. Positive substitution where it's like they swapped. It was in, soy sauce um, instead of soy sauce for balsamic. Balsamic, and it was the only they were the only person who noticed that there was a glaze, a, an umami glaze on the steak. Mm-hmm. So yep. that was really cool. Um, yeah, that was. I, this is a, just a ridiculous and fun quick fire that I very much enjoyed. Um, also, maybe I say this every time Nancy Silverton is on the show, but like girlfriend is just slaying it in all the way. Like that. Like I, I realize she has like clearly she has a shtick. Like like we're doing midi length dresses, we're doing like barrettes all over our head. But, like, so every many time little she does it, bits. I'm like yeah. I'm inspired. I'm excited. I'm thinking about Marnie again. Like we're just we're going places. Like take me with you. Yeah, I um, don't know. Her home based on her personal style, would be wild to visit. Yeah. I, yeah. We, I, we actually got to see a little bit of her home. So we we took a deep dive last <laughs> night into Nancy Silverton with the... Uh, she was she had a Chef's Table episode on Netflix. Oh, yeah. And it's so good. It's from the fourth season. And um, like the one of the main interviews talking about her was Jonathan Gold not wearing a hat. What? Oh it was, she took off his hat it because was, she wears a hat of barrettes. <laughs> Hats off to you, Nancy. Out of respect. It was really interesting. Yeah, she's just like a, a super interesting and um, overly modest. She has a mozzarella bar that I want to go to so bad. That's the restaurant they were at. Yeah. It's a mo- it's, but it's got... Have easy. you guys been? Have you been? Yeah. Yes. We went on a whim. Is it no, Shortly after we moved. Is it the best? Was the whim our anniversary and I just called our anniversary a whim? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Hey, it was our whim, 16th the date of whim. our love. Some random unimportant day that couldn't possibly matter to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was like the last anniversary of our first date before we got married. Not, not. It's not a big deal, though. It's oh totally God. just like... <laughs> It's in the wind. This is uh, these are the things that married people try never to mention in public. Which yeah. is like, oh, we still count all the anniversaries, every single one. So I'm tasting <laughs> some bacon in these beans. Also, do you remember what day is the last day of our date before our wedding? It's very important <laughs> to me. Oh my god! Well, now that I'm dead, that's um, it. <laughs> Uh, I'm just doing real good on this podcast this morning. I don't know what's but, up with me. I had eight my, hours my of fever dreams, and now here I am. Oh, no. Yeah, who oh, could yeah, that's, who'd I think that would lead? 
<laughs> yeah, not literal fever. Health-wise, I'm fine. But mentally, I'm all over the place. She's so tell us about Osteria Mozza. Yeah, tell us yeah. about it's Mozzarella Bar. Was she there? It's delicious. No, she was not. We could not sit at the... We didn't sit at the bar itself, but we got some Yeah, we got some mozzarella. mozzarella. Very great. delicious. All, all right. the food is just really good. It's not, like, prohibitively expensive for how like delicious the food is. It's mm. L.A., has incredible restaurants, obviously, and there's some crazy expensive tasting menu places where there's only like eight seats. But I feel like the vast majority of the really acclaimed LA restaurants are fairly reasonably priced and like mm. not impossible to go eat at, just sort of on a whim that's apparently your anniversary. Uh, <laughs> on a whim It's just really nice. Yeah, whim anniversary. I highly recommend Matza. And there's talk- a lot of meat free options. In, in the documentary, a bunch about like how, how like you could not get her bread because it would sell out in 10 minutes and you couldn't get in, you could never get a seat at grilled cheese night at Mozzarella Bar that was like a famous thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, it did seem like an incredibly accessible restaurant. And also, like, she's there a lot. She likes to cook and talk to people. That's, like, her favorite thing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. cool. really interesting. Also, they mentioned on the show that she's the owner of La Brea Bakery, which I have eaten at many times because it is in the Reno Tahoe International Airport and uh-huh. is just the crappiest thing I've ever tasted every time oh, I'm there. It's so disappointing. No. And so I was like, how is this person who's so great? Also, the owner of these two airport bakeries that I hate so much. And it turns out there's a great story about it, which is that she made this incredible bread by hand and then got, um, they grew, they they, uh, got pressured to grow. It grew too fast. They switched over the manufacturing to machines. It started to suck. So she sold it to a Swiss conglomerate and has nothing to do with it anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, kind of a success story there. Yeah, she she was like, well, if I'm not touching the bread, I don't care. I'm cashing out. And then she left. It's great. Yeah, that's a, that's what I say before a lot of things. Like, if I'm not touching the bread, then, like, you know, <laughs> I'm out of my house. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's our fun aside about Nancy Simpson. All right, let's move on to the elimination challenge. Wait, Ooh. quick quick correction. Kevin's wife's name is Valerie. Oh. I apologize, Valerie. Uh, does it count okay. as a correction if you were just guessing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I was. Uh, Valerie, great teammate. A Good piece job. of information that no one has to feel bad about. Her name and, and is she, Valerie. And she's a real estate attorney. Oh. I, I feel oh. Oh, so like... She's a less stressed out attorney. Okay. Oh, that's It is always true. dismaying to like only be able to refer to somebody as somebody else's wife. Mm-hmm. But I do think like we got we got less time with the, the accessory people and they didn't necessarily <laughs> always have chirons. So I feel like slightly less guilty that I don't know all of their names. You should, but if, yeah. if it does, if it'll make you feel better, we can refer to Kevin as Valerie's husband for the rest of the season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Valerie's husband. <laughs> I'm into it. Um, so the uh, elimination challenge, um, we got to uh, we got to keep uh, Nancy Silverton around, and um, Nancy has uh, is in addition to being having these great restaurants, also is starting a gelato uh, brand, and so it was Nancy's fancy. Nancy's fancy coming, coming soon to the Reno airport. <laughs> <laughs> the worst gelato you've ever had. <laughs> The documentary actually did have her tasting some gelato flavors, and she was so mean uh, about them. She was so harsh that I assume they're great, because she was not tolerating uh, mediocre gelato. Uh, you think I her fancies that. are mediocre? Of course they aren't. No, Look no, they're, they're the fanciest. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, they inspired by that, the chefs have to try to get into this hot world of making not just food, but food products. So mm. the challenge today is to create a signature product that you're, that is sellable. And then to create a dish featuring that product. 
Yeah, yep. sort of like a Costco sample stand. Exactly. You get you have to, you have, you have to create fifty jars of something that you can have available next to your food, which you are going to be serving at what they refer to as an LA food destination, the Westfield Century City. It's yeah, man, a mall. Oh my gosh, guys! You know what I should what I would have done. <laughs> No, I don't. So, Why don't you tell us? I know that. Uh, okay, so first, I, I spent all the, 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 the Whole Foods money uh, on gift cards for later. <laughs> but, but next. Strong, interesting first move. Okay, but then I get these, um, I just whisper like sort of positive uh, affirmations into, into the jars. jars and seal them. Just, what really just, frustrates me about this is that people would buy those jars. <laughs> See, there's no way I'm on the bottom, Look, right? It's not. <laughs> people, okay, but I you'd be on the way. bottom for the no food that you <laughs> delivered. I didn't yeah. make anything that was but bad. You have immunity, though, because if, if yeah. someone That's bought true, the you, most of his. Exactly right. right. Yeah. If you sell well, the most jars. So Ezra's good vibes. Oh if my they're gosh, a top seller, can, he gets immunity. Guys, wait. I could also give away. Some like ten dollar gift cards as well. <laughs> you still pull a hundred dollars in Whole Foods. Everyone else, in exchange for their ticket, gets Ezra's good vibes in a jar and a ten dollar Whole Foods gift. Honestly, if I'm not touching the bread, this can't happen. Like this is not. Like I'm just this going here. Like plan. would I rather have like you know some delicious little bite of food or good vibes in a ten dollar Whole Foods? Honestly, gift card? or Ezra's breath in a jar? Like no. <laughs> I it's, would rather have a jar of hot sauce. Like, I, I appreciate the hustle, guys, effort, but I would rather have hot second. sauce hold on a second. affirmations and a gift card. I will use my ticket to get some of that hot sauce, and then I'll do the breath thing. All right? So, so it'll be yeah. spicy breath. breath. No, that's not a positive thing. <laughs> no for Make me. it better. I won't be going to your stand. <laughs> Still, you wouldn't get. You would get a non-zero number of tickets. I know, right? <laughs> I think I'd be all right. Oh man. Um, uh, <laughs> well, so you'd also be asked to leave. <laughs> <laughs> they can ask me. <laughs> if you want Pack me to leave, it'll cost go, you ten dollars in Whole Foods <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just bribe the judges, right? I got more gift cards to go. <laughs> All right, so um, let's say you didn't do that and you were cooking at the greatest food destination between a Lululemon and a Tesla store. Um, uh, what did you get? What do you, well, okay, so I think there's a few things going on. I, the product and the, the dish being separate is, I think, the most interesting part of this, where, like, you could yes. thrive on a great hot sauce, if, even if your food was not as good. Um, and we actually got an interesting example of that, I think, with the uh, with the chickens, where um, Kevin's chicken with hot salt was better than Melissa's chicken with the hot sauce, right? Is that... Yeah. Am I getting yeah. that right? Yeah. Well, that's well, a better, better fry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a better dish. Yeah. It was, like, more composed. I don't understand composed. why that mattered. I was confused. They were like, you didn't win, Melissa, because Kevin's chicken was better than yours, but Kevin wasn't in the top either. So it was just a weird thing to say. Yeah, it, it seems like they just want to, like, sort of throw some comments at the people standing on the sidelines sometimes, yeah. even if they're not in the top and the bottom. Sorry, Va- but, Valerie's but husband. Valerie's husband. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but if two things. people make the same thing and one of them is better... You know, even if the other person had its own merits. But if neither of them win, it it is hard. It is annoying to be like, just so you know, Valerie's husband is in fifth and you're in sixth because of the chicken cook. Like, okay. (laughs) Well, I think it was also them sort of like after the fact showing how important the uniqueness of like how unique the product was played into the people on top because like... I honestly expected it to half of the things to be hot sauces because oh yeah yeah 
yeah, I, yeah. I was very surprised there was only one ostensible hot sauce, and they called it a kimchi vinaigrette. Yeah. I, I was uh, looking at those different things, trying to th- think of the, which of these I would actually be... If I was here, what would I be most excited to take home? And probably a hot sauce would be the thing I'd get the most use out of. Yeah, and I mean, Eric's hot. Eric made a hot sauce as well, right? Yeah. The Calypso. Right. Yeah, Calypso hot sauce. sauce. Yeah, that did sound good. Uh, that was actually yeah. probably would have been my... Is that, that was my gut as to what I would take home with a ticket. What do you guys... How would you spend your tickets? Eric, I just want to say quickly, Eric and his wife did not get enough attention this episode. They had a delicious product, and they were awesome together. Yeah. And I just, we just did not see them enough. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. That's yeah. true. And uh, we live in a neighborhood in Brooklyn here where you can get doubles, and highly recommend. Oh my god, so it looks delicious. so good! And they, I've never heard of them. The judges lost their minds over it. It was like they didn't, we didn't see enough of them, but boy, they did rave about it. So yeah, that tells you how good that uh, the pickle party must have been. If it beat out that doubles, because doubles looked good. Yeah. I also think that Leanne, she wasn't on the top, but making a Mapo gravy is something that, you know, again, you want something that people aren't going to buy or aren't going to make from scratch at home. Yeah, that that's and, I thought that was really You know, smart. like, yeah. uh, you know, Mapo tofu is just delicious. It's so good. And, you know, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that was cool. That was a good thought. It was a really, it was like, in a way, kind of just like a marketing exercise of like, how can you, how can you make people feel like this is a product they need in their kitchen and like show them an application without it feeling like, yeah, and this is the one way you can use this. Yeah. And if, if you have to use love in your title, it's probably not going to win. <laughs> yeah. Um, that that still seemed like even that, like even though it was not up uh, Sarah's alley for having it be mostly chunks of ginger, um, it, that sauce seemed like it still actually was more popular than the hot salt. It seemed like hot salt did not get a lot of buyers. Well, I thought that I, one of my favorite parts was the conversation between the two diners, the like husband and wife talking about the hot salt. They're like, yeah, I like it. And the wife was like, but what would you cook it on? And the husband was like, I don't care, man. I'd buy it. Like that's <laughs> like it was a very realistic depiction of like someone being practical. And like, I mean, like I, it's natural hot sauce. Yeah. Salt. Yeah. I mean, cares? like, I don't know what you do with it, but I want it in the kitchen in case I need it. Yeah. <laughs> Better to have it and not need yeah, that's it. That's true. We have six types of salt in our pantry. <laughs> what? Are you Actually, yeah. we probably have six types of salt in our pantry, I think we have close too. to that, yeah. yeah. Does yeah. a sampler count? Because we have a yeah. six salt count sampler that is going to add to our total. I think it's an eight yes. salt sampler. Oh! Woo-hoo-hoo. You guys saw you had a lot of salts. <laughs> we have chocolate salt. Oh, All right. I don't have that. That's some next level business. <laughs> I'll, you know what? Next time I see you guys, I'm going to trade you a ticket for that. <laughs> <laughs> Just go around the tickets. I yeah. did, five, 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 I did oh, feel no. a little bit weirder about the, like, I, I also feel like some of the, um, I don't know, like the pickles, and uh, which seem great, but also it just, it just seems like it'd be a little bit different to exchange your ticket for than a hot sauce or something. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's, <clears throat> it's funny that the game of the tickets didn't result, like, didn't ultimately matter for the elimination challenge because no. Like, no. Melissa, everybody knew Melissa and her friend yeah. sold the most by far. And they seem like they made a, a really good, you know, sort of like. And I really liked uh, her friend Asian also. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, her friend yeah, was great. Tiffany Appreciation Corner. Tiffany seemed rad. Yeah, for I, sure. Tiffany, so I liked her great. so much. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It and, was. But go ahead. Oh, it just was sort of interesting. The prize for selling the most was immunity because it's hard to imagine a universe yes. in which you sell the most product, but you're on the bottom you have the for most, your dish. The ter- uh, you have a terrible dish. Because yeah. if you're not like presenting your product well, very well. What? In in my world, that's exactly what happened. So, oh, all right, okay, that, that's true. So it really is set up for Ezra to game and not for much else. You're right. You're right. I just I forgot that we just imagined that universe. <laughs> 
It, but even hearing Ezra describe it, it's hard to imagine that universe. Maybe his his hand words would have done a better job than his mouth words at making me feel that. Um, I uh, yeah, I, I I think that's exactly how how immunity should always be. It should always be fun and irrelevant. That's what I like on the show. I just yeah. I never want immunity to actually immune someone. <laughs> that's not yeah. fun. Um, can we um, it, can we talk just a little bit about the Mama Wong thing in more? Oh details yeah, let's, yes, yeah. please. Let's come back to the Mama Wong health crisis. So Leanne uh, had her mom, Mama Wong, uh, joining her to make dumplings and and all this kind of stuff. Who clearly, top chef knew kitchen, how to cook. Yeah, knew how to cook. Was was balling out. Um, but they had the day before to the the sale to prep, and under the hot lights near the end, started to feel faint and sort of staggered back and, and fainted just a little bit. And they they you know got her to somewhere she could lie down that was cooler and air conditioning. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, but they juiced that for all the drama it was worth, which yep. was a little bit of drama. It was a little bit of drama, but also the coolest thing was seeing the other chefs and the spirit of you know kind of more of an all star season. I feel <clears> like you could give Stephanie immunity from her immediate volunteering of her husband to help. Yeah. Out. She's like, babe, I got this. Just go, go yeah. help her. You know? So and like so awesome. many other people chipped in, but like, yeah, you know, really I, I really love seeing the kindness yeah. and the cooperation. Only Stephanie chipped guys. in a husband. So <laughs> that's, she gave the most. And I, it seemed like from the edit though, that it took a long time for some sort of doctor or whoever would have been on the set to help, to come help. It did seem like the medics were slow. Us, yeah. Yeah. There were no medics. It was just, chefs and and chef guests who were surrounding her which was beautiful but i was also kind of like hello where are the medical yeah and also yeah i feel like um the the family members are not as invested in this show and so you should be more quick to get them out of there and make them sure they're safe like come on save her mom's life right away yeah yeah the knives are just as sharp no matter who's handling them right and these are your guests they're probably less experienced with knives yeah i agree with that that was kind of interesting um i do think they over milked it a little bit although somebody like it turns out fainting is like incredibly dramatic looking yeah Uh, it was scary um and i'm glad she was fine the next day they were like she was like yeah i got air conditioning and water and a nap and i feel great yeah and we're and we're keeping you in the in the shade today and yep. uh she's like yeah i wouldn't miss this i'm here i'm she ready was to go. in the shade of a two-story nordstrom yeah it's weird location <laughs> is all i'm getting at um as far as nordstrom's go that's that's a yeah, modest size it's a short nordstrom <laughs> <laughs> in just... the shade of a short nordstrom and she's ready to make dumplings you know yeah that's like a nordstrom to go <laughs> I just the the fact that they were like hanging out in a mall hallway was just a little weird to me. But anyway, um, yeah, I uh, I think the other thing we we definitely need to talk about is now the bottoms. So oh man, the bottom oh, is yeah. a complex place filled with citrus fennel <sighs> and <laughs> chili base. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you mean ginger chili base? Like the idea rainy. So there was a yogurt. Stephanie Seymour. Stephanie Seymour had this idea yeah. that like you know what I'll do is a vegetarian chili base. So that way. If somebody has vegetables and beans, they could also put this in and then make chili. And they're like, wait, wait, unhinged. didn't they just already unhinged. make chili? <laughs> like, what do you need? That was Karen, right? Not Stephanie. No, no, no. Oh, really? Steph- yeah, yeah. Oh, Karen had that yeah, yeah. Romesco that Karen was like all Romesco okay. beloved by her nieces. Yeah. <laughs> it was a smooth Romesco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Like, there was a salsa that wasn't fresh. There was like some salsa. I don't yeah, know. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. So, so all three of these are some fascinating products. So, I, I do think when she explained what she was thinking, where she was like, 
it's like a jar of chili. If you just have like leftover meat, you throw some meat in here and now it's chili. Like that I seemed, it seemed closer to me than what it, but I would never buy chili base. That's a weird phrase. Chi- like chili base is like I know, already it's, just like it's, nonsense it's word. Crazy. Like, what are you doing? It's like I'm bringing over a cup of pie filling. <laughs> what? <laughs> but you can buy pie filling. Yeah, you do. That's the thing that you yeah. can get like pumpkin yeah. pie filling that's just pumpkin pie with no crust. Yeah, okay. No, that's, but, that's a thing. So chili base the, is not a thing. I agree. Chili base you is weird. You got your chili base it's going. Not You're a really thing. ready to add your beat. Like, what are you saying? It's not, it's not ideal. I thought her explanation was better than when I was imagining it myself. But still, I would take chili base in a hurry over Malarkey's oil salsa. Um, and it's like fennel forward. Like yeah. I've never had like a relish or salsa where I'm like, ooh, this needs more fennel. Oh. <laughs> it needs that fennelly kick. Uh, I want I want more anise in my top in my tapas. <laughs> should we Should hey, we talk about his list? With fennel. <laughs> What's that, Sarah? Yeah. Should we talk about his list that oh, made him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're gonna come to the list in, in a second. We're gonna come to the list. Universe. Okay. We're gonna do the list in a minute. Um, <laughs> but so uh, I just like. Like all of that, and then and then Jen made, first of all, Sunny and Love in her marketing name, so she a little over the top, and really it was just like chunks of ginger, uh, ugh, ugh, and not tangy. It's a ginger. It's a lemon sauce that was not tart enough. It's it sounded really unpleasant to me. And I I like ginger, but I don't like big chunks of it. So I can only imagine yeah. how bad this would have been or for a you, Sarah. Gritty sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. High yeah. and grit. Like, grit. Why not, yeah, why she didn't... And she got asked a few different times why she didn't strain the sauce. And she was like, I love eating this grainy mess. <laughs> I eat raw <laughs> chunks of ginger I for fun. I thought everything. everybody would. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just... She should have renamed it. It's it's a grit base. And then you, yeah, yeah. you have your grit going already. And yeah. then you don't have to add more grit afterwards. It's really helpful. Yeah, have yeah. a spoonful of bright grit. <laughs> I mean, who is the first person to put, like chocolate soil on a dessert. No one wanted soil before, and now it's, it's just like it's a hot true. Chocolate soil is ground up Oreo cookies, and I'm in for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, lemon and ginger grit might be the next chocolate soil. It, it, it's uh, the judges do not believe so, um, and so Jen has to go home. Although, another tough week for Club Malarkey. Uh, I do feel like uh, not only was the dish unpleasant, but he, it was the same as every time there's a booth where he tells you over and over again how delicious it is, and then it's not delicious. And then as soon as he's confronted at judge's table, he's like, oh, it wasn't my fault. It separated overnight or whatever. Like, you just told yeah. me it was perfect, and now you're making excuses for why it's not good. This has been a hard one for his mouth words, but also for his hand words. Yes, because that's he had that true. List. We'll come back oh, to the list. Yeah, and his and his ear ability to listen and communicate with his wife. Yeah, like it was not great. This was a rough. Yeah. His word funnel, I think you mean. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was dark days. Also, like, how did he think that presenting that terrible journal was going to go well for him? Okay, fine. Let's talk about the list. We'll just jump into the list. I was trying to first. I turned thing. to Kyle. I turned to Kyle and said. Why is Malarkey opening himself up to this edit? Yeah, exactly. He- it is mind-boggling. I just, like, my mouth was just, like, I, open yeah, that okay. entire video. I, I have a theory also about this. Let me give everybody the brief uh, catch-up in case you are just listening to the show and have never, never watched Top Chef. Thank and you. And you just like us. But thank, thank you, but no. Don't. <laughs> thank you, but actually... Think about Top Chef. It's a pretty good show. You can watch it. Send us your first name so we can address you directly. Mystery person who's doing it this way. 
um, so the uh, just to catch you up, um, Malarkey uh, decided to show us part of his morning routine, which was writing a ranking of how strong he thought all the other chefs were, and then showing it to camera. Um, so he gave the power rankings for Top Chef, which is a popular activity on blogs. Should not be on the show, but um, his power rankings were in order from best to worst. Him, so the list yep. is already suspect. <laughs> uh, and then on the way down, uh, Kevin, uh, Volt, Melissa, Karen, Jen in sixth, Gregory in seventh, Nini, Eric down to ninth, and then Stephanie and Leanne. In oh 10, yeah, he 11. didn't think Eric was very good or Nini. Does like, clearly not, Brian doesn't watch Top Chef. Yeah, it yeah. does seem like he doesn't have that much experience. He might be the person who's not watching that we're addressing <laughs> in, in the podcast. Oh yeah, welcome to the show, Malarkey. Um, <laughs> yeah, but if he's hey, listening hey, to us, Brian. like we love Eric. Hey, Brian, <laughs> stop it! Stop, yeah. stop it, Brian. Brian. Stop it. Also, putting Gregory at seventh and Melissa at fourth when they've each won two of the five eliminations so far, it just seems like you're. And, and also, putting yourself at top, I understand you're trying to motivate yourself and you can't rank yourself badly, but also, you've been in the bottom every time a bottom was available to have. So, <laughs> I just feel like this is a weird ranking. All right, so everybody else jump in. What, uh, Ezra, let's hear your theory, actually. Well, so Why do you theory. think this is a good idea? Well, no, I just think that uh, this is maybe something that everyone's been doing the whole time and they only just showed his. Oh, okay. Uh, they decided to give I, I mean, I have this one, right? Where it's just, you know, we got me up top, and then Sarah, then everyone else, and then right at the bottom is Chris. Okay, so here's hey. <laughs> So on video, I mean, as the record is drawn, I've been eliminated so many times on this show. But you always bounce back. Always bounce back, yeah. And each yeah, time you come back more mature. Back, ready to I'm like Rocky. So. You're like you're like the Jen Carroll where yeah. you're always voted off, but for some reason. Yeah. Um, and you apparently are also from Philadelphia now. So all, on the on the video chat, Ezra did prove that he had this list that he had just drawn on the back of his child's art, where he wrote <laughs> <laughs> us, everyone else, Chris. So and he added a long line between everyone else and Chris. So he really yep. put them way down there. I mean, I think everybody else is pretty safe. Chris is uh, deep in the scribbles, as it were. <laughs> um, it was so, it's such a, I don't know, if the rankings had been accurate, I don't know if I would have liked it more. But the fact that they were also sort of unhinged rankings is weird. But also, what's the point? Like, even if he did a good job and exactly. we agreed with the rankings, like, why? Yeah. What does that do for him? Yeah. It's it's, just, it's gonna only ever make you look bad or hurt someone or both. But also, yeah. like, how does that help him cook better? He's like, well, Gregory's number four, so I better do this to make a good dish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not It's a good point. He, he did say it was just naturally what he does and what he assumes everyone else always is doing. That's the thing. Ranking thing. That's the thing is everybody, it seems like, who's really crazy always says, everyone else is doing this. I'm just the only one who's showing the camera. Like that, that's how so many people, it seems like, like they, it's, that's how you have to believe when you're that kind of person. But social, social norms are important to function in society, you know? Like, yeah. I, I feel like this is yep, this agreed. all speaks to like the problem I had with Malarkey from week one is like he's setting himself up as a TV character and he like holds he behaves like someone would behave if they know they're a TV character. So like yes. they're making these arguments like everyone's doing it. I'm just being upfront about yes. it. I'm being like open. I'm saying the things everyone's thinking. Like that's it's very like Real Housewives. Yeah. Uh, he he he's so much of a reality TV character, and I think that's because he was on. He has experience being on camera 
uh, with his talk show. Like he's just he might be a little bit too used to being a TV character than a real person. Yeah. He also is very totally. successful, like restaurant wise, and like has a very you know good head for business as far as like opening restaurants that are that make a lot of money. Yeah, I can't um, wait to go into one of those restaurants, open the door, and have him tell me how amazing all of the food is and everything he does is perfect. Right. Well, sure. It's that yeah. that Exhausting. will probably happen. But <laughs> at the same time, it's distressing. I uh, guys, I really thought he should go home. Yes. This time, like his yeah. thing seemed like the worst thing. It was the and worst. And I always yeah. thought that they like showed us his journal because they wanted us to dislike him and then have to deal with him more in future <laughs> episodes, and that felt mm-hmm. really distressing. Yeah, that is. It's gross. Mm-hmm. The only thing I could add to the elimination is if you guys watched Last Chance Kitchen. When Tom is describing how everything went wrong uh, for Jen, he does say, and also the steak was overcooked. Yeah. Why you didn't include that in any of the judges' table footage is beyond me. Maybe yeah. he like it would, it would have tipped it over. So what, it would have been very clear then. So that's right? so yeah. My two theories are either it would have been too obvious, or B, as he was saying that someone in the background yelled a bunch of brand names, and so they couldn't use the footage. <laughs> Metro PCS sucks. <laughs> exactly. He's like, oh, but I was, this is, I can't. And he's like, the my phone doesn't work. <laughs> this isn't reliable. It's not reliable at all. <laughs> <laughs> the signal keeps dropping and dropping Metro PCS, dropping and dropping. Uh, speaking oh, of which, dropping. Yeah, yeah, we did just drop. Uh, we just are Northern LA people. Um, but let's 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 power through this last little bit, and hopefully they come back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, great. Yeah. Um, we still have um, six to nine um, hosts, so we'll, we'll manage. Um, uh, it was including your kids and then also one yeah. other person. Great. Just That's to be safe. Yeah. 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 How many people are and we really? We don't chocolate know. salt. Chocolate yeah. <laughs> salt. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I was really hoping Malark could go home. I'm frustrated that he didn't. And also, um, I guess my two last things on my hand. One is that um, I... Ha- uh, have been um, pro gen for <laughs> three seasons now, and it's been a hard road. Uh, each time, <laughs> I'm like, "This is Jen's year," and it's never been her year. At least she was super delightful yeah. this whole episode. Like, yes. she was the happiest I've ever seen her. And it, yeah. and even, like, I mean, I definitely had like eight or nine or maybe even ten hankies, but I felt good that she was happy. Yes, yeah. that was that was my question was going to be I, I, that I almost forgot. How many hankies from one to 16 hankies is the gen elimination for you? So 10 for Sarah, nine or 10? Yeah. Yeah, I think seven. I, yeah. I was a good number of hankies. But like, but say, it felt right. Say, yeah, I, I respect that. I'm like four or five just because like I was I was embarrassed that I was as surprised as I was. Because I think if, if Malarkey hadn't done as bad, we wouldn't have been as surprised. If it right. looked like she was way out on a limb on the bottom, it might have been different, right? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like I, I think I, I think I sort of let Jen go a long time ago because I think <laughs> I just like I kept I was in a similar place with her for like a lot of her different returns where I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, Jen, yeah, let's do this. Come on, Liberta Den. Yeah, Liberta. Remember that. <laughs> just as much Liberta Den, but now you've grown a little bit. No, nope, yeah, still not. Nope. but now you've been in the sun. She like, was the just... saucier at Liberta Den. She was. Oh like, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that too. Um, yeah, because yeah. that that anyway, does not I end think, up working. I out. think I yeah, I think my hanky count was quite low. I think maybe like two to three. Like I just yeah. couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I have like I have like I got stressed out for Stephanie because that idea was bad and 
Uh, and I just felt like that that could have been in, it for in her terms too. of the power rankings. Stephanie being on the bottom of Malarkey's rankings is like or near the bottom with with Leanne is tough, but also fair. And I love Stephanie, and I really want her to do well. But this was her fourth bottom in five episodes, and yeah, at least one of those was a team bottom and not her fault. But still, she has just spent a lot of time at that side of judges table and. The edit where they had uh-huh. him talking about her over her just like starfishing on the floor <laughs> was, was a lot. And also like it looked really comfortable and like something I might want to try, but I just was like, this is just rude. You're like not even showing her chopping something. <laughs> like, you know, Stephanie's really petering uh, out. And she's like, Yeah, yeah, that's right. This is me. Um this yeah, is me I now. I would say this is actually like even though I've been her biggest defender on the show, this is like four hankies for me because um, you know one of the things about rooting for Rocky is you get kind of used to him getting punched in the face and it doesn't hurt as much. So um, doesn't I, hurt you as much. It's it doesn't hurt me as much. Hurts, oh, I'm sure yeah. it's terrible for him. Um, <laughs> but I yeah I it's, but and she had here's the other thing is that all when people come back on the show too much or or just get kicked down too much on the show, having that exit interview where you seem like you're okay is so nice and it really does reduce the hanky so she had an amazing mature interview um on the way out um and that really helped a lot the other thing i want to do is a quick uh, i want to ask you one quick apology on behalf of the team anti-malarkey because even though this was a tough show for him um i feel like i was against him last week for the leanne incident um and having watched the replay of it at the beginning of this episode i've completely switched sides and i feel like leanne was entirely in the wrong because what he was throwing her under the bus for, was, uh, allegedly, was for her dish being under-seasoned. And she said, I let him do the final seasoning. And he said, but didn't you say the whole dish was under-seasoned, not just the top? And that yeah. seems like a very reasonable response when you just got thrown under the bus for someone else not tasting their dish. So yeah. there was a double bus action going on, you know, like London style. And I feel like a lot of buses. She was. Yeah. On, <laughs> she put him under the main hour. one. And yeah. And anyway. it's interesting that they know each other and they get along outside of this. Yeah. And, it does help. Uh, that like next week we will see them teamed up as a pair, which is like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling anxious about that already. Yeah, for sure. Also, like. Uh, both of them have a lot of bottom experience, so maybe they'll be great. Maybe they won't. We'll see. Ding dong, Sarah and Kyle calling. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Hello. How exciting. We got trapped in a jar of malarkey sauce. How <laughs> <laughs> fresh was it? Was it oily? Uh, it's an oily time. My skin is well moisturized. Well, let me ask you a quick question. When you were connecting with us on this call, were you doing it over the Metro network? Um, it's a T-Mobile issue. You know what? I'm not going to say any names because <laughs> of any branded deals we might have in the works. Uh, okay, good. Good, good, good. Uh, uh, we'll, P-Pobal Petro better watch themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to have you back just in time. We have a uh, we have um, some input from listeners. It's time to open. It's Megan's Mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> you buy now Metro. for audio assault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can get in touch with Megan by uh, sending her an email, mailbag at packyourmics.com. You can also get find us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website, packyourmics.com. Megan, what's in your bag? Uh, we have an email from Bridget. Hey, um, Bridget. Hey, Bridget writes. What up? Watching everyone help Leanne made me get teary and really reminded me of how much this show has grown. 
Agreed. It, ha- it yeah. has such clout for your actual career that professionalism and compassion sell better than being cutthroat. I remember yes. the first season of Masters and all the chefs were cheerfully helping each other as necessary, which was a real departure from normal de- top chef at yeah. the time. Yep. Totally. Also, there was more shower cooking than in the regular show. Yeah, bring yeah. back the showers. Yeah. You guys remember that? <laughs> so that dorm room <laughs> challenge yeah, the still dorm challenge. to this day. I loved oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> It totally grossed me out too. I mean, I was like sort of delighted, but also really grossed out. I like it. Yeah, you you were torn between liking his ingenuity and hating the food going in the bathroom. Yeah, I hate I hate it when food goes in the bathroom. (laughs) Don't hate the player, hate the drain. (laughs) Did you say don't hate the player, hate the drain? Yes, I did. That's funny. All right, good work. Okay. Uh, Bridget continues, I say that with the notable exec- ex- exception of, you know, malarkey. Yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. Rankings? <laughs> yeah. Um, and finally, I banged the table when they said Jen's name. It always seems so unfair every single time they've sent her home in the yeah. main competition. Um, also, just this is a, um, it's not a note, Megan, for your delivery. You're doing a great job. But when you pause after I banged for that long, <laughs> you let my fill in the blank too much. So just a heads up. Um, uh, is this my problem or your next, problem? No, no, next this time is, you say like a real you problem. Megan, <laughs> Megan, next time you say I banged, which will be soon, I'm sure. Just don't pause so long afterwards. Or pause longer. I don't care. <laughs> just or just don't keep talking. You know, just like let the I banged. Let those mouth words be what they are. <laughs> Bridges hand words to Megan's mouth words. Uh, mouth words are hard. Yeah, they're so much they're really hard. Uh, Dave writes. Um, I just spit out my drink. Uh, d- was that good delivery? I just spit out <laughs> my drink. I just spit <laughs> out my drink. Out uh, my words. Yeah. Oh, Dave, uh, get a towel. <laughs> <laughs> this is our new segment. Uh, Megan reads the first half of your sentence if it sounds dirty. <laughs> All right. I want to know where this is going, though. <laughs> Sorry. I just spit out my drink when Stephanie described making a vegetarian chili and adding short rib to it. Yeah, that was a yep. little bit of a bait and switch that I don't care for. Yep. No, Why call it a vegetarian chili base when your entire idea about it is, oh, just add meat? Like, yeah. Yeah, just call it a chili base. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Uh, not that that would still be a good product, uh, but yeah, that was <laughs> no, like, still, of all the problems. Something that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but also, you seem fun. And it was nice of you to give away your husband like that. Yeah. Yeah, she seems nice and kind. Yeah. And fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Eric bringing flowers to his oh, wife no. uh, yeah. did not go unnoticed no. <laughs> by, our, by our listeners. No, it was a very popular item in the mailbag today. Yeah. It was complimenting the flower purchase. Uh, yeah. Alicia writes, I loved how Chef Eric brought flo- bought flowers at Whole Foods during his shopping trip to give to his wife. Yeah. Uh, Hannah writes, Eric buying his wife flowers had a lot of, quote, uh, Sheldon buys his wife a hat vibes, oh, which was yeah. a fun memory. Whoa. Hey, oh, I wonder. oh, I loved that. I forgot about that. And a, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. No, no, no. Please. Oh, I was just going to continue. So go ahead. <laughs> No, no, this is, uh, I, w- I want to say my thing after this. Okay. okay. Uh, at Allie May writes, uh, this week might be my second favorite Top Chef episode ever. Food Fighters will always be number one. Aww. Uh, Eric buying one. his wife flowers at Whole Foods w- 
has definitely set a new standard for any prospective suitors in my life. Yeah. Oh. It's funny because I guess Brian, I did not notice that Brian bought his wife flowers yes, too. I was, and I was, I guess he was just efficiently running the husband program. Yeah, exactly. so, no, I thought, <laughs> I thought, like, I thought it was Malarkey fine. who did that. Oh, was it Brian? It was Malarkey oh, who oh, also no. brought I thought it. it was Volt. So was like, in oh. the edit, would we see the same feedback about how nice everything was about that gesture if it w- we saw Malarkey do it first instead of Eric do it first? Ooh, Interesting. Good question. Oh, if, yeah, uh, that's a great be. question. Well, fortunately, we don't live in that timeline, so this yeah. is all nice and easy. I Thanks, did not see that either him giving... So it seems like the elves did not want us to like Malarkey but with that gesture either. There are flowers on the table, I think. Uh, is what I saw. I think. Okay, so like, so, so this is actually flowers. unverified currently. Malarkey adjacent flowers. Yeah. I, I thought it was Malarkey. I, I it was one of the Brian's, and I thought it was Malarkey who did it. And like when we saw Eric do it first, Tanya, I, of course, had the same reaction as as our listeners, which was yeah. like, "Oh, that's so sweet." And that's then Malarkey so did it. and We went, "Oh, I just don't remember it." Oh, which is why I tried to make a Volt joke. You know. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, R.I.P. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Malarkey did give flowers to his wife. He did not do it in nearly as sweet a fashion as Eric Agreed. did. Agreed. Like he, uh, it, like he. These are the, the greatest flowers you've achieved. ever seen. You're lucky to have them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're lucky I had enough, but but in my uh, Whole Food budget to give you this specific bouquet of flowers. Here's the ranking of flowers: tulips at the top. <laughs> Roses near the bottom. Weird. <laughs> Me, the best of all. Yeah. I am the greatest flower. Everyone else is doing this. <laughs> all right. Uh, we've got some listeners who are excited for, for next week's episode. Um, Jane writes, looking forward to seeing the pairs next week. Yes. Uh, the preview um, shows Karen and Nini, Malarkey and Leanne, definitely setting up tension again. Yeah. Uh, did anyone catch the others? I'm guessing Eric and Volt due to their history, and I would love for Gregory and Melissa to work together, though I would be totally devastated if a double elimination took them both out. Ooh. I thought it was Mel and Kevin. Yeah, that's what it looked like, too. They were standing Ooh. side by side, which is like okay. power, power which chef is, couple. I yeah. Yes, Kyle, but also completely opposite food philosophies. Yeah. Because Kevin is Mr. Barbecue, cook a, cook a piece of pork, and Melissa is very, like, veg forward, like, you know, sort of getting a lot of precise cuts in. Totally. I would much rather... a vegetarian chili base. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I... You know, they're both really strong. I, I mean, I would fine, much but... rather see Melissa and Gregory do a, a season 12 power couple than um, to see her with Valerie's husband, uh, but... It is. I do like when contrasting styles work well together. So I'm, yeah. I'm open I to that. I love it when opposites attract. <laughs> <laughs> but they also seem both very, very nice and very easy to work with and chill. And yeah. I think that'll be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, at Flyaway Run uh, writes, the edit for next week looks crazy. My husband's yes. bold prediction. Double elimination next. Malarkey and Leanne are out. Oh, that would be an interesting one. That would yes. be uh, that would be stomachable. It would be tough, but yeah. But also, that means uh, Lisa or someone else comes back into the kitchen. Oh right. yeah, we're gonna we gotta talk about that. But um, surprise announcement that Last Chance Kitchen was only like a four episode season, and no, part I don't know. Two? They did this uh, before, right? Where they had multiple re-entry points. 
Mm-hmm. Right, because they did it with the All Stars first, and then they did yes. a second series with just people who had been eliminated. Yeah, yes. so we might yes. get more than one one last chance. Yeah, it's like Sorry, a couple chances. of off ramps on the freeway. Yeah, I, the I, ultimate I, chance kitchen is about to end, <laughs> but the last chance kitchen will begin. Yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, I'm open to that. Interesting. Unless it's Lisa, in which case I'm not interested. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. Eternal Return of the Chefs. A couple more things. Um, So Brian wrote in uh, and says, uh, Tom was asked on Twitter this week about what kind of tomato sauce an 11-year-old could make with tomatoes, onions, and basil. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) With just the tomato sauce ingredients. (laughs) He's been praised roundly on all the news channels for this, quote, four-ingredient pasta sauce recipe. Um, I mean, it's nice of him to answer for sure, but I feel like this is the kind of recipe that doesn't require Tom. Also, <laughs> per Last Chance Kitchen rules, isn't this six ingredients? Yes. Uh, the recipe follows. Finally, dice the onions. Cook until soft and some oil. Olive oil if it is available. Cheating. If not, whatever you yep. ha- have on hand will work. Add the tomatoes. Cook slowly for about 30 minutes. Cook more if you like a thicker sauce. Season with salt, pepper, and basil. I would say the thing about ingredient count, though, is that it has varied in the history of the show. So some episodes, salt and oil are free, and salt, pepper, oil are free. And some epi- some seasons or some episodes, they're not. So it depends on what kind of challenge they're doing. But in his most yeah. recent one, where he was in charge of it by himself... He was counting oil and salt and pepper. So, congratulations. Sometimes the kitchen counts as an ingredient. It's a complicated <laughs> thing, you know. Is your hand ingredient if you touch it? Yeah, but he's <laughs> he's cheating uh, and he's making pasta sauce with just pasta sauce ingredients. It's not that impressive. Take yeah. that, Tom. Take that, wow. Tom. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think for a lot of people, that's pretty. It's nice to nice to know pasta sauce is that simple and achievable. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Finally, we have an email from a listener uh, who calls themselves another Jane. Finally. Thank you, another Jane. Getting some more Janes in here. Yes. Uh, Here's something that has always bugged me. Ooh. Quote, here's what's at stake for the winners. Unquote. That's Padma's intro at the top of every episode for many seasons now. And it's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong in all caps. Get it, Jane. If something is at stake, it must be in a situation where it might be lost. No one goes to the loser's homes to take away money (laughs) and an appearance at the food and wine thingy in Aspen, wherever. There's nothing I enjoy more than like really passionate dedication to the use of one word. And then the rest of the sentence includes thingy or whatever. Every season presents you with the opportunity to not use this gaffe. And every season they bring it back. To be fair. As a confirmed pedant, I support you another Jane. 100%. And they need to say at stake for the winners, you know, the chance to win. $100,000 $100,000 or whatever. So because terrible. the Don't chance... Just, no, I know. Yeah. I know. It's bad. It's bad. But the, I mean, that's, the that's prize. easy to fix because like, once, you, once you no. get eliminated, your chance to win that prize goes away. So I, I, had a, I had a math teacher who had a similar rule, basically, where everyone starts with 100 on their, on their, uh, on their test. Yeah. And then, basically, when they mess up, they lose points. So I think everyone basically was a winner to begin with. And then... So, so they gave they, they gave everyone the money and yeah they the give chance. you hundred they give you two hundred fifty thousand dollars in your bank account and <laughs> if you don't win they take it back so if you've this used Schrodinger's <laughs> Top Chef prize it both does and does not exist until confirmed also it's a little bit like win Ben Stein's money which I enjoy 
I like the idea that you actually can lose money on the show. Yeah, that, that's continuously lose Ben Stein's money, I guess. Is, right? <laughs> As was your math teacher was like, you know, grading paper and he's like, this offends me the least. 96. <laughs> like, yeah, that's Very weird. subjective math, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is such a great point, Jane. And um, as a like part-time pedant, um, I did not know this use of the term, and now I'm really excited to enforce it on other people this week. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Could it be possible? We never saw it written out. Could it be S T E A K, which is a different meaning entirely? It's so the, the, it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars next to a stake. <laughs> yeah, from context clues, I can't imagine that's here's true. Next to our incredibly dry aged after all these seasons, stake. <laughs> that's fun all right we gotta uh, wrap this up it's been a long episode but uh before we go um really quick uh last chance kitchen which we f- said uh, was the end of part one was a sauce challenge um you uh, tom is making the meat and potatoes I for the this dish this was a bold prediction that we had that tom got off of uh, last chance kitchen into the main event and and he got part way there yeah, this was yeah, pretty he close was in last chance kitchen yeah this is basically I, the prediction that tom would win this season of top chef um you're very close. He won on dabs of butter added to a pan. Oh my yeah. god! Tell you yeah, what. those were some butter knobs. He had some butter. But <laughs> Good also- mouth words, Tanya. <laughs> so, so Tom cooks the steak, and however long he has, you have to make a sauce. However long it takes him, you get to make a sauce, and that is a thing we've not seen. It's continuing, in my opinion, the tradition of Last Chance Kitchen being really fun and creative challenges. And also, yes, I that. love watching Tom cook. Yes. Yeah, that was it. Was awesome. Good looking steak too. He got a really nice sear on that. He did. Oh, yeah, he's very good at this. Um, and uh, also, it's sad uh, to me that Jen did not win on a sauce challenge since she was Bernadette Saucier. But the thing that cost her was she tried to make too mature and chefy a sauce. When it turns out you could just put magic strong soy sauce on your steak and it would be better. There was a hack. So she her her sauce was too thin, though, right? So there there was a right. thing that she could have done. Didn't just, have enough time to reduce down. So yeah. I just I just was listening to uh, um, the uh, fat salt heat. salt fat acid heat. That's the one. Oh, uh, I thought you were just insulting me. Love you, Samine, <laughs> if you're out there. Yeah, love you, Samine. <laughs> Absolutely, um, she is not listening. To I know. This. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just malarkey. <laughs> we're just yelling, "Love you, Samine," into the void. That's just please love like to me do. back, Samine. Um, if you're listening, thank you, but stop it. <laughs> don't uh but i think what she was uh i think what it said was like basically if you want to reduce them down faster you just like portion out to two uh two bigger pans right uh yep. and then like you yeah. get the reduction so like jen, jen jen there's much more open burners there's 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 flatter things i think could... i think jen needs time to think through things mm. like more time than she gets on the show that's, that's what i really think about totally she, possible yeah one of the spectators even said like that yep. pan isn't it's shallow enough it's yep. not going to reduce down fast enough yeah you yep. need like, shallow that was, uh, and wide that was an observation while she was cooking so Mm -hmm. which suggests that there's like chefs who maybe are great at sauce and there are also chefs who are great at sauce in a hurry and they know all the sauce in a hurry tricks and she didn't yeah sure also i think jen's sister now has to be in the peanut gallery as well is my reader and i think all the other loved ones who did not win a challenge i think also were technically the gallery of lost loved ones (laughs) they They are required to stay in Top Chef until the season is over, so don't spoil it for people. Well, I also think Stephanie's husband is now stocked in the pantry as well, where you can get him uh, if you need help. (laughs) Just right by the dates. (laughs) Pluck him out. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, That is uh, last year's kitchen. Oh, there was a um, What Would Tom Do, where he cooked something over the phone, and it was just really good and successful and a little boring. Um, He just, like, nailed a dish over the phone. Anyway. Sounds like he's nailing all kinds of things over the phone these days. 
pasta sauce. Yeah, I guess that was kind of. You know, yeah, I thought you were being. That's, that's I thought you were being dirty again when you. Oh if you pause, no! No! Stop it! Ew! Tom, Tom was nailing. <laughs> a lot of this just over the phone. <laughs> yeah, this challenge. Yeah. I hate this so much. Wow. Uh, uh, well, I guess that brings us to our last thing on the way out. Does anybody have any bold predictions they want to uh, issue to take us out before we go into the Paris challenge next Ooh, week? I think Gregory survives a scare. I don't know. That's good. I, I think the, the, somebody the, the, jumps out from behind a door. <laughs> jump scare Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> and he lives because um, I think know, he'd be fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. The total I, of hankies I, for the elimination will be more than 20. Oh, yeah, no. It's going to be a rough one just because two people at the same time is always rough, even if you don't love both of them. Like, it's mm-hmm. just a lot. It's a lot yeah. of loss. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, do we do we know for sure that it's like an entire pair that has no, to be eliminated? No, we don't. Together? No, I okay. thought we did know it's a double We know it's a double elimination, but we don't know that it's a single pair that goes home. Yeah. It could be two oh, people from different pairs. It could pairs. be parts of different right. pairs. The bottom of two different teams. Mm-hmm. They're going to journal, rank each pair, and then... It's just the circle. It's the circle pairs. on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> so you mean it's also going to kind of peter out and not really have a plan for the ending? Ooh. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, we recently finished the circle and have strong feelings on the ending. Um, yep. Uh, that could have been an email. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's such a good way to say it. Um, anyway, uh, that's a great bold prediction. As you seem like you had one. No, you no, just did the it. hankies. Who, um, yeah. Someone else seemed like they had one. No, Kyle, you're always good for a bold prediction. Where do you think? I don't got one this time. No? I, I, f- I fear I, I, I see darkness on the horizon. So if I predict <laughs> anything, I think I'm going to get burned really bad. Yeah. So I'm not going to speak anything into existence so the inverse can't happen. Ooh, ooh, I got one then. Uh, <laughs> well, no. So uh, I, I, the darker the horizon, Trickster the God Ezra has a recommendation. <laughs> well, no, so uh, uh, so we've been working through some uh, uh, at our house. We're working through some Miyazaki films. Uh, for, sure, for, for, sure. Yeah. And, and so we're, we're on Howl's uh, uh, moving castle. Right oh, now, and there's a fire lovely. demon. So I'm going to predict uh, a dark fire demon uh, will be like will come to life from 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 this one. So okay. and cook dark. a scallop. And cook I'm, a scallop. I'm adding to that. <laughs> wow, dark. But sc- me in there, but all right. scallops over fire is so dangerous. Yeah, well, if it's a fire demon, they can handle it. It's top scallop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, finally well, top scallop. If you guys on the next episode, either we have 20 hankies or if a fire demon cooks a scallop we'll definitely talk about it on the next episode of pack your mics um thank you so much for listening you can get uh you can fill up megan's mailbag by going to facebook or twitter and looking for pack your mics or you can find us uh at, uh, by email mailbag at packyourmics.com. um one this is not a correction just one piece of information that no one has to feel bad about is that sometimes email shows up before i've watched the episode so if you put spoilers in the body of it and not in the subject that does help a little bit again no one has to feel bad about anything involved in that it's not about anyone in particular just and we really appreciate you writing in so whatever we you super do, appreciate it. yeah we just, i yeah. just i just love in fact one of the, one of the emails we got this week said like um don't read this till you've watched the episode and i as the subject and i really appreciated that warning so also if you're clairvoyant just just about everything and not just top chef don't give alex spoilers about his life he doesn't need him um yeah i do if you yeah if an email comes in it's like don't read this till after you get hit by that bus you know that'll be really nice your gift is to be wielded responsibly <laughs> yeah. you've probably already gotten somewhere <laughs> it's good advice that ezra's giving you now out of nowhere on this top chef podcast you know what? everyone should know all right if you're clairvoyant you know great yeah. power great responsibility all that but as they already knew you'd say that Oh, shit. Oh, oh God, so much we to have think to about. Go. Anyway, <laughs> you know what? I was having a good time, Chris, but because of that, 
You can bottle that sauce and get out of here. Pack your We don't need it. Thank Tons you so much. ginger. But I love grit. <laughs> uh, it's been so great talking to all of you with your punchy and uh, getting through tech problems uh, day. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, New Sarah and Kyle. Hey, thank you. Um, enjoy your T-Mobile connection. Thanks for joining us, uh, Chris and Tanya. You bet. Yes. Uh, thanks for being here, Ez and Sarah. How did Kung Fu Panda go? Skadoosh. It's Skadoosh. <laughs> I have not seen Kung Fu Panda, but I assume oh, it's really good. It's got oh, a lot wow. of skadoosh oh, wow. in it. There's all there. Yeah, it's good. There's yeah. A, yeah, it's. it's I've heard good things, but also one. I've now I've heard that it's skadoosh heavy. Um, Twenty one skadoosh. There's three skadooshes, I think. I think in the first one there's two more to, than two that. to three. Wow. Okay. Well, I, I'll definitely check that out before I'm ever going to watch Trolls World Tour. All right. We'll talk to everybody next week. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.